0: morning as we open in worship, sing about our Savior, our Redeemer that lives. Sing along this morning. I know He rescued my soul. His blood
1: has covered my sin. I believe, I believe. My shame is taken away. Because my Lord has conquered the grave, my redeemer is my redeemer. Lives. His blood has covered my sin. I believe, I believe in my shame. This mountain top to see your kingdom come Bring it Wednesday Bring it, my redeemer, it. Is hey, my redeemer
2: Amen. Thank you, worship team. Thank you, Pastor Kelly, for that. Does your Redeemer live today? Amen. Amen. He's such a good God to, to put up with us and not just to put up with us, but to love us uh, like we don't deserve. Welcome to Sunset Hills Baptist Church. It is so good to see each and every one of you guys this morning here on this wonderful, wonderful Sunday morning. Uh, big congratulations to our little league team uh, on their on their uh, uh, in, uh, exit from the from the game, they played hard, didn't they? They played real hard, nothing nothing to hang their heads about, really proud of them. If you're joining us on our live stream this morning, we're so happy that you've chosen to join us to worship the Lord this morning. Man, it's so good to see people still even now filing in. You know, this school season started off, everyone's back in the routines. We like the routines, right? We like the pumpkin spice this time coming right up here on the pumpkin spice season, right? Is there amens for pumpkin spice? Good enough, good enough. Let's continue to worship God. He's worthy of our praise.
1: Though these are days of great trials, famine and darkness and slow. of your servant, David, rebuilding a temple of praise. These are the days of the harvest. The fields are as wide in the world, and we are the laborers in your Trumpet call, lift your voice. It's year of jubilee, and out of Zion's seal salvation comes. There's There's no god like Jehovah. 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 Behold, He comes riding on clouds, shining like the sun at the trumpet call lift your voice is here to believe that out of zion's hill salvation comes behold he comes riding on the clouds shining like the sun at the trumpet call lift your voice is here to believe that out of zion's hill salvation comes lift your voice you believe, that out of sight until salvation
0: comes. Amen, Emmy, and I'm looking forward to that day that he comes riding over that hill to take his children back. And we're able to uh, live in that promise because of his promises. The Bible says that there's over 9,000 promises that we can stand on from God. So we're going to sing about those promises, standing on those promises. And Eddie, Eddie told me at Graystone, that they'd always say you can't stand on those promises while sitting on your premises. So. Let's get out and do something. Sing along with us. Standing on the promises of Christ, my King, through eternal ages, let His praises ring.
1: Glory in the highest, I will shout and sing, standing on the promises of God, standing, standing, standing. The promises of God, my Savior standing, standing. I'm standing on the promises of God, standing on the promises that cannot fail. When the howling storms of doubt and fear assail, by the living word of God I shall prevail. Standing on the promises of God. Standing, standing, standing on the promises of God, my Savior. Standing, standing. in my Savior as my all in all, standing on the promises of God, standing, standing, standing on the promises of God, my Savior, standing, 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 I'm standing on the promises of God.
3: this night you
1: are close like no other
3: i've known you as a father i've known you as a friend and i have lived in the goodness of god
0: you living in his goodness this morning
1: Running after.
3: Goodness of God.
0: Amen. Sing this with us this morning. God is so, so good. good. Has he been good to you this week? Yes.
1: God is so good.
0: God, so many other words come to mind when I think about my gratitude, but but God, if we can just rest this morning just on the word "good," Lord, you're a good God. God, I know that you want good for your children. Lord, I hope today that as we're standing here, we're not taking that goodness for granted, because God, we certainly don't deserve your goodness. Grateful for it today, God. This morning, I just ask you just to speak through Pastor Mike, Lord. Anoint his words, God. Let him speak to our hearts today. Lord, when you convict us, let us be obedient to what you've called us to do in this world. We love you. It's in your Son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated this morning.
2: Amen. I'm going to ask our children to remain in service just for a few moments. I'm going to switch something up here. I want to ask all of our kids, before we dismiss, to come on up here to the stage. Preschool, kindergarten, first to fifth, come on up, guys. We've got a special treat for you this morning. Have a seat right here on the stage. If you want to. If you want to. You don't, you don't have to, but if you want to. We're gonna read this book here this morning, guys, and um, congregation this morning, you can follow along with us. We're gonna have the pictures of this uh, book up on the screen for y'all. Thank you, Pastor Kelly and worship team for reminding us to think about the goodness of God. Um, It's very easy to forget. With every breath that we are able, we will sing of the goodness of God. Thank you for leading us in that to remind us. Uh, thank you for uh, Pastor Steve with the opportunity afforded uh, to me today to bring the word. Uh, we are um, hoping that your time away uh, this past week has been fruitful and there's been no uh, visitors of the pests or varmints or bugs in the uh, camper of Hotel Durham. Um, so we, we appreciate, uh, appreciate this uh, opportunity to bring the word of God. This is a book, guys called the awesome can you all say this with me the awesome super fantastic forever party this is a book written by johnny erickson tada a lady named johnny erickson and uh for those of you today who may not be familiar with who johnny erickson tada is she is a christian and she loves the lord and she goes around telling people about jesus and she writes books this is one of the books she's written um i want to sneak over here and get a microphone next to Catherine down over here hey Catherine, how you doing Uh, Johnny part of Johnny's story is that when she was young she had an accident and um she lost the ability to lose her legs but God still used her in his plan and she is a mighty strong instrument of him now going around telling other people about Jesus so she wrote this book about forever so we're going to read this this morning uh might ask some of the kids to jump in here and help us read this book uh we uh we called the publisher we called her company johnny and friends this week and uh said hey we want to read this book it's such a great book what do you think about that uh, in service this sunday they said that would be great so a big thank you to the book the good book company and johnny and friends for letting us share this with uh the church all right so those of you guys who i asked if you want to read just let me know okay we'll, we'll we'll get you in this is called the again it's called the Awesome, super, fantastic forever party. Have you ever received an invitation? No? Yes? Okay. To a birthday party? I, I have You haven't? All right, make a note. Alden needs an invitation. You sure about that? Yeah. Ah, all right. Everyone just comes to my birthday. Everyone just comes to your birthday? Yeah. I didn't come. Didn't you get the mustache? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll talk about that later. To watch a football game? Yes. To a big wedding? No. no. Yes. No. You're yes. no. yes. no. going to one. You're going to one. Is it yours? No. Oh, no. Louisiana. Okay. The best invitations are to unforgettable events with amazing people. Jesus loved giving invitations, and his most wonderful invitation of all was this. You see this picture? It's a what? a letter Mm -hmm. it's an invitation he said everyone who believes in me as their king and rescuer will have life with me forever can we all say that word forever he was inviting people to where to heaven to heaven now right now I want to turn on this microphone here well I think it's already on Callum do you want to read this next few pages is it who who wanted to read this John story come on up here
4: But, hmm, isn't heaven a place where I will just live on a cloud or a funny white robe and play a harp? It sounds like a bit, but not exciting. On. But then some people say heaven is a place where I could dive with dolphins, ride the biggest water in all the universe and eat all the chocolate chip pancakes I want.
2: Whoa, look at all those chocolate chip pancakes. Could you eat all those?
4: Yes. yes. Uh, over
2: a week, over a week you could. Okay. I'm,
4: I'm going to less, less
2: so no. start taking notes on you, Alden. All right.
4: That would be great for a few years. But then what? I do do I really want to eat chocolate chip can- cakes all day and end up with a stomach forever?
2: Mm, good point. Thank you, Thank you John. So, anybody else want to read? Owen, come on up. Here. Je- Jesus talked a lot about the life after this life, but he never once mentioned people sitting on clouds or eating pancakes. The things he talked about were much more amazing things. So, what's the truth about heaven? Well, first, Jesus said that one day heaven will be here when Jesus comes back to this world he will bring heaven with him heaven and earth look at that picture will join together
4: which means that the world will be perfect what's your favorite place in the world in the new earth it will be even better nothing will get broken or go wrong you will get to do amazing things. You might take care of exotic animals, climb to the top of snowy mountains, or meet all the stars that Jesus made.
2: Thanks, Ellen. Anybody else? Do Anna, come on. And in this perfect heaven on earth, you will be perfect too. Jesus will give you a new heart. That means no more sin, amen? You won't want to steal cookies or be mean to your friend, or pretend you've brushed your teeth when you really haven't. Everyone else will have a new heart too. There will be no arguing or hurting, only peace and friendship. Life will be like standing under a waterfall of happiness.
4: And Jesus will give you a new body. It will be shining and splendorous, or whatever, and you'll run faster and be stronger than you thought possible. Blind people will see, lame people will dance, deaf people will hear, and people whose minds sometimes struggle will enjoy minds that work just right all the time.
2: Amen. 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 Anybody else want to read? Ian? And on this new earth with our new hearts and new bodies, we'll get to live in a new city, the new Jerusalem. Look at look at how shiny that new city is gonna be. It's a sparkling, holy city. Where Jesus has prepared a home just for you, wow, and we haven't even got to the best thing yet about the place we're invited to. The best thing will be oh, you get to you get to talk about the best thing, Ian
4: Jesus, Jesus is the all time undisputed disputed disputed Lord and champion. He will rule with kindness and wisdom and everyone will bow down and happily shout, Jesus deserves to rule as King. Jesus is the only one who has paid for our sins by dying on the cross. He is the only one who has left who has left dead death for dead by rising back to life. He is the only one who can invite us to this amazing party. Wow. So everyone in the New Jerusalem will pile praise after praise on Jesus. We will thank him for rescuing us and for giving us the joy of being at his super awesome, fantastic forever party.
2: Good job. Thank you. Trees will clap their hands in praise to Jesus. Grain in the fields will wave in delight. Mountains will shout and stars will sing along with us in worship. Everyone and everything will be brimming over with joy for the Lord Jesus. Have you already read? Have you read?
4: But hang on, the problem with the parties is that they've finished. The fun has stopped, but not this one. The party goes on forever. There will always be more tomorrow, and every tomorrow will be better than every yesterday. Each party will get to enjoy new things and see new places, meet new people, and learn amazing new truths about God. The best invitations are to unforgettable events with amazing people. All of this is the greatest inv- invitation ever of all.
2: Now, when you get an invitation, you have to reply to say whether you're coming or not. How do you say yes to Jesus's invitation? By telling him that you want him to be your rescuer from your sin. Then you can know that your name is in his eternal party list called the book of life. And you can invite your friends and family to be there as well with Jesus too. Everyone is invited. When the very last person on Jesus' list replies and says yes to him, that's when Jesus will show up. We just sang about that. Suddenly, here with all his friends who have been waiting with him in heaven after their lives in this world has ended. What is Jesus writing right here in this picture? Look at this picture. What's he writing? White horse. Do you know that's in the Bible? It talks about that? What's the last book of the Bible? Revelation. Revelation. And then everything will change. And all Jesus' friends will be together and the eternal party will begin. It will start. People are around the table. Is he golden in that picture? Yeah? And so there's one more thing we can do as we look forward to having our new hearts and new bodies in the new heaven on earth with Jesus forever. We can send our own invitation to Jesus. It's an invitation that is on the last page of the last chapter of the last book of the Last, uh, which is Revelation. It's, it's there three times, and it, so it must be important. You see what it says there? Let's all say that three times together. Please come quickly, Jesus. Please come quickly, Jesus. Please come quickly, Jesus. When you think about the word forever, what are some things you can think about that might take Forever.
1: forever.
2: Catherine, to build, a house. to build a house. Yes, yes. Callum, to grow up. To grow up. To grow up. Alden, to go to, to go to heaven. Nathan, make a call. Make a call. Make a car. Make a car. Yeah, Hannah. Do <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Georgia? <laughs> Is that? To get, come on up here and tell everyone that. <laughs> so what? What seems like it takes forever sometimes. To get
4: my grandmother to leave Michael's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's got some crafting going on, huh? <laughs> she says, "Come on, Grandma. No, just one more. Just one more craft. One more craft." <laughs> Stone. Uh, to, make a to make a church, the building. Yeah. Peyton, um, to, to, write pictures. to write pictures? Yeah, to draw. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things. I think if we were all honest, we'd say that takes forever. Traffic, waiting for a job, waiting for an application to go through. Loan application, payback for the government. This we won't talk about that. Uh, tons of things that seem like they take forever but you know what god says that we can spend forever with him and he sent us a what an invitation invitation. it's the best invitation that you and i will ever ever get thank you guys for coming on up here and remember uh first grade and up at the very end we got that special project we're going to do, okay? Preschool and kindergarten, you guys are dismissed to go with Miss Chandra, okay? Give these guys a round of applause for being so patient. You guys can go have a seat. All right, you guys can go have a seat. Thank you, guys. Oh, no, you can go. You can, you can stay if you want to, yeah. Lots of things seem like they take forever, don't they, Church. I'm sure some of us, even right now, are waiting for something that seems like it's taking forever. The good news is that when we're in the middle of waiting for forever to happen, in the back of our mind, we can be thinking, well, forever with the Lord, that's something to look forward to. It's it's a big thing to look forward to. Thank you again to Johnny and friends and the Good Book Company for letting us share that book this morning. Um. Well, that sounds like the best party ever, what we just read about, but what we want to do this morning is talk about that word forever. What does that even mean when we say that? There's so many different ways we can say it, so many different times we can say it. What does God say about that word forever? You know, I I could eat cookies forever. We hung out forever. The game was awesome. We kicked their butts forever. But sometimes we use it for not good things. You know, waiting for fall break, um, Wearing an arm or a leg cast and thinking this is taking forever to come off. Waiting for that birthday party. Waiting in the doctor's office. Perhaps you're here this morning, you're waiting on something. Let's, let's look at what God says about forever. Remember when you were a kid and, and someone would say, I can do that five times. And then you'd say, I can do it 10 and 20. And then, you know, you get to that next one and it's like, well, I can do it infinity times, right? And then, it's like what do you, how do you top that well how did the other person top it what do they say I can do it infinity plus 1 or infinity times infinity right It's like if a scientist tried to explain nuclear fusion to a 1-year-old our minds cannot grasp infinity We have finite minds What does God's word say In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 he says This is what the scriptures mean when they say no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. That's amazing to think of that we can't even begin to do it. Our minds are constrained by time and sin. We're always looking at our phones or at our watches or at our calendars or at the sun. What time is it? We're constantly running out of time. And in addition to this, our minds are corrupted by sin, which prevents us from really imagining even the right way. If you'd asked me in 1985, what would I like heaven to be, I'd say, well, I want to meet the entire cast of Family Ties, the 85 St. Louis Cardinals, Eat Count Chocula, Lip Sync Battle with my sister. You know, I, you had all these things that you want to do forever. And it isn't infrequent that you hear at a at the funeral of a loved one, how about how they might be doing something that they love to do here, there? But no mind has imagined what God has prepared. According to an article by Scientific American by Paul Reber, who is the professor of psychology at Northwestern University, our brain's memory storage capacity, you ready for this? Is something around a million gigabytes. I don't know about you, but there's days where I feel like I have a millionth of a megabyte for for memory, you know? But even if we had a million gigabytes of memory, it would pale in comparison to what God knows. In Psalm 139, verse six, the psalmist says, such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. But God does pull the curtain back a little bit for us to show us what forever with him is. And number one, he tells us that all will be right. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 4, he says, Peter's talking, he says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again, because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation, and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay so how can a person live in great expectation instead of ho-hum life stinks then you die outlook by living each day remembering that jesus didn't just take the punishment for my sin but he's also preparing a place for me pastor steve has talked about mercy and grace these last few weeks what they are and Jesus shows us mercy and grace Giving us what we don't even deserve And this inheritance As Peter says is A Kept in heaven for you Kept In heaven, kept On Wednesday nights, uh, John Sawyer a lot of the kids They'll make Legos and at the end of the night Well before we have dinner, they'll always come to me And they'll say what? Can you Can you save this? Can you keep what I made Here? This 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 cool thing that they've can you keep this because we, we spent time we made it and so what I do is I have a basket in there and I put those creations in that basket and I put it up high so the, it won't get you know broken by uh, some of the little ones maybe God has kept this in heaven for us it's up way high on that shelf where no it, not change not decay and it's pure no sin can you imagine that I, it's weird trying to try and imagine that you ever been disappointed with what was advertised and then with what you actually got? Right? The picture of the burger. You say, oh, I'm going to go get that. And you go there and it's this little cardboard, right? We're not going to be disappointed with what he is keeping for us with no sin. There will be absolutely nothing wrong in heaven. Amen? oh man can you imagine that can you imagine a student classroom right now with absolutely no fighting no harm no cussing no mockery for a day let alone a year let alone forever that's worth thinking about during the week in the morning will not change or decay it's not going to be a bait and switch Uh, no it's not no and it won't decay i recently had my wisdom teeth out and i won't gross you out with the details but they have these little cameras they can go into your mouth now and you can actually see what your teeth look like i about passed out it was disgusting i won't make any comparisons but it, it was all decayed just anybody here had their wisdom teeth out okay and you wake up in a haze and you're just like what happened right but it's gone all that decay is gone now and I feel like a, I got a new mouth I don't know it's weird but that's not there anymore I have felt dumber but I expected that how many times are we disappointed because something has changed or decayed you know is this it a pure and sinless inheritance with God is being kept in heaven for the believer and it will not change or spoil and how long will it be for how long will it be for Forever. All will be right. And next, all will be new. New. There's nothing like a new thing, right? It smells. Yeah, I used to love getting like a new VCR or a new DVD player because you get it out of that that box. Anyone else ever? I'll make a, a embarrassing. And you smell that new electronics smell. You know what I'm talking about? That shiny... I can't even describe what it, metallic-y, I don't know, it just smelled. You ever get something new and you just, you're just you like, man, that smells new. A new car, you know, it's got that new fabric smell inside. Your old stink is gone from the old car. You got this new, you know, fabric that you can, you know, inhabit with your smell now. And, but it's new, and it smells great. All will be new in heaven. In the vision that was given John, he says in Revelation... Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth For the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared And the sea was also gone And I saw the holy city The new Jerusalem Coming down from God out of heaven Like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband I heard a loud shout from the throne saying Look, God's home is now among his people He will live with them And they will be his people God himself will be with them he will wipe every tear away from their eyes, and there will be no more death, and no more sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone. How long? Forever. And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. And then he said to me, Write this down, for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. Revelation twenty-one, one through five. New heaven, new earth. New Jerusalem. God living with his people. Death, sorrow, crying, pain, loss, abandonment, rebellion, heartache, gone. All new. So much to unpack with that verse, but we gotta move on. Point is, Jesus is in charge, he's on the throne, and as if if that's not enough, we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We're talking here about Our new bodies. But let me reveal to you a wonderful secret. We will not all die, but we will all be transformed. It will happen in a moment, in the blink of an eye, when the last trumpet is blown. When the trumpet sounds, those who have died will be raised to live how long? Forever. And we who are living will also be transformed, for our dying bodies must be transformed into bodies that will never die. Our mortal bodies must be transformed into immortal bodies, bodies that won't ever die. Then when our dying bodies have been transformed into bodies that will never die, this scripture will be fulfilled. Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? Raised to live how long? Forever. Forever. We will have new bodies. I'll try that again. We will have new bodies. <laughs> Amen. Not like Casper or Slimer, Jedi Ghost, or even Clarence the Angel from It's a Wonderful Life, he, although he had a body, right? We will have immortal bodies. No more pain, tiredness, numbness. Amen? Amen. Did you see those pictures in the book of the people? that were bound in some way, prevented in some way, no longer. That's going to be awesome. No more death. New everything forever. Just think about that. Number three, all will be with Jesus. She said that in the book, And he says it in the word, amen and amen and amen and keep amen in that because we'll be with our Savior, Jesus, the one who was there when we were made, the one who made the world. Can there be anything better? Now think about our day-to-day lives. Do I live my life like there is something better? Okay, Lord, thank you for showing me that. Jesus is the one who has forgiven much for us When Jesus visited the house of a Pharisee In Luke 7, this is a great story, I love this story A sinful woman shows up and and anoints Jesus' feet With perfume and her tears because she's crying First of all, she's sinful, that's all of us Second, she puts herself in the home of a Pharisee And later came under his sneering But she didn't care Because who was it she was going to see? Jesus, he makes it possible to forego earthly fears, social norms, all that garbage that we worry about. Going to the party, well, who's going to be there? Jesus, (laughs) Jesus is there, and he can be with you. John 7, 47, she wipes his feet with her tears and perfume, and Jesus says, I tell you, her sins, and they are many, have been forgiven. So she has shown me much love, But a person who is forgiven little shows only little love. Do you know today that you have a need, and that need is to be forgiven of your sin? If you do, that is freeing. When you see your sin and how ugly and wrong and corrupt it is, and then you look at Jesus and see that only He is capable of throwing it all away, the response is either towards it or away from it. She did not love much in order to be forgiven. She loved much because she was forgiven. She loved Jesus. That's her response. We can't pay God back for all that he's done for us. We were talking about this this morning, right, guys? We cannot pay God back for all he's done. <laughs> oh, no, we can't. We even try. You will kill yourself trying to do it. Many have. Think of how your child reacted when they got that Christmas or that birthday present that they wanted forever think about when they reacted when they were a kid they ran around the room maybe they whooped and hollered some of y'all are nodding your heads like you remember that gift they didn't do that to earn the gift they did that because they got it man they are whooping and hollering because they got it with our Savior we have an amazing opportunity after opportunity to tell others what he has done for us if there's no whooping and hollering in our lives let's get it on Let's start whooping and hollering Monday through Saturday, Sunday through Saturday about things in our lives that he's done. You know what they are. You know, what are people gonna say? You're crazy? That's nice, that works for you? Yeah, it does work for me and it worked for you too. What are they gonna say? Jesus gives us the strength to forego earthly fears and we have those, don't we? So when Jesus shows up, and he will, it could be in a minute here, so that when he shows up, we can run to him and not shrink away from him or make excuses. We need clear consciences so our joy will be in him. 1 John 2.28 says, And now, dear children, remain in fellowship with Christ so that when he returns, you will be full of courage and not shrink back from him in shame. When he comes back and I see him, I want to run to him and fall at his feet and just grab his feet like that woman did. I just want to grab his feet and be at his feet and have him pick me up. And as my father says, he says, he picks you up. He says, hey, and you hug and you have your moments. You say, hey, come here, I want to show you something. Come here, I want to show you something. We will get to be in the presence of Jesus, amen. Amen amen. Does that excite you? I don't believe you. Does that excite you? That was my theater hat right there. The director, when he doesn't believe the actor, says, I don't believe you. (laughs) The actor says, man. Friend, believer, talking and listening to Jesus, letting him wipe away your tears, and we've all had abundance of those, if we're honest. And let him pick you up and to be with him forever is so much better than anything in this world that it will promise or give you anything. And there's no shortage of those things that are knocking and knocking down our doorstep to vie for our heart. I had the opportunity recently to watch a little example of this. This summer, we had the kids go to camp. We went to uh, Center Kid at Cumberland University here. It was awesome, man. We had kids go. uh, (laughs) Callum's nodding his head, man. We had challenge after challenge. Don't look around. You know, I'm talking to you, man. We had challenge after challenge. It was a great week. We came back that Friday, and well, Cindy Allenbaugh and I were were just, yeah, we had nothing left, but it was the good kind of nothing left of energy. We said, hey, uh, parents, we're going to go to Burgers and Dogs here in town for lunch. Y'all meet us there. We'll talk about the week. One of the kids all week was talking about hey, my dad's picking me up this weekend when we come back on Friday. He hadn't seen his dad in a long, long time many years. He was so excited about it. Every time we talked, he's like, I'm going to see my dad Friday. I'm going to see my dad we got to Burgers and Dogs and, and he's still talking about it we're eating and, and all the parents were all talking about our weeks and how everything was going we're telling stories about shaving cream we're throwing on people and, and staying up playing Uno and we're talking about uh, uh, <laughs> something else that Addie and Chloe were talking about what was I can't remember now but we were all having a good time and, and the one the one child is looking out at Burgers and Dogs if you haven't been there they have this huge room where there's these big windows and you can see outside the, the parking lot and suddenly, I see this guy coming up the, uh, the the ramp there, and I know it's him. I know it's the dead. And he's still sitting over here talking about seeing his dad. And I said, "Hey," I'm trying to lead him, like, "Hey." <laughs> like, yeah. and man, when he saw his dad, his eyes thinking of that song by Amy Grant now, his father's eyes. Remember that song? He sees his dad. And he takes off running. He takes off running before I can even stop him. I don't want him to get run over by a car. He goes out that parking lot all the way around and he goes and he runs and he hugs his dad. He doesn't let go for quite some time. He didn't wait for permission from me. He didn't none of that, everything gone he sees dead it was a very monumental moment when we see our Lord face to face that's it that's it because only he knows what you've been through only he knows every detail of what you've been through and he's been there for you and he will continue to be there for you if you let him as Johnny says in her book we've all received an invitation what about those who haven't heard the gospel church that's us we're up Jesus won't return until everyone who's supposed to have heard the gospel hears it because he is desiring no one to perish but all to come to repentance and faith he invites us to be part of his plan that's insane we get to be part of his plan yeah to tell others about this wonderful wonderful forever with him it's all new, it's all right and it's time with Jesus forever how long? forever how could we say no? how could you say no to that? I mean unless we ask and the question has been asked why would a loving God send people to hell? we've all heard that question asked and maybe we've asked it ourselves is it possible there's a better question to ask than that? Is it possible that that question might be a little too scary to ask? Why might not we ask this instead? Why would a person reject a perfect eternity free from pain and sin from God's son who died for you when God, when Jesus did nothing wrong? Maybe I don't want to ask that because that would crush my pride. And I have a lot, I'll tell you. Could it be because I'm the one who wants to live my life apart from him? You know, many used to come and and some still do say, well, I believe that most people are basically good. I remember I had friends that would say that. Most people are basically good. I don't know if a clear-thinking person can say that in 2022 after scrolling through a newsfeed or watching the news. I I don't know. The, The truth is, is that many will go their own way. Family, friends, neighbors but that is never a reason to stop praying for there forever amen he wants us on our knees and even on our faces when's the last time one of us got down on our face in our bedroom in our living room and humbled ourselves before God when's the last time we got down on our knees and we actually and this is a place of power this is a place of power and we got on our face and we stretched our arms out and we said, Lord, you know this person I'm praying for. Can you just take my heart and hold it right now? Will you please do that? This is a place of power, church. It's not a place of shame or embarrassment. It's not. Because we're going, we're, we're all headed that way, to forever. Oh, man. Pray for those. If he can take a murderer like the Apostle Paul... We talked about Apostle Paul right now. He hated Christians, but then God changed his heart. He can do that for anybody. Are you here today and desperately clinging to something and God's not a part of it? To plans, and they could be noble, good plans. Are you intent on those plans happening and no one's gonna stand in your way? Uh no one's going to stand in your way. There was a, a match I saw when I was a kid. I used to love to watch wrestling when I was a kid. I, I can't remember who was fighting Andre the Giant, but it was someone who was significantly smaller. Andre the Giant was this uh, seven foot two, 500-pound wrestler, right? And, and he would wrestle these guys. And there was this one guy he was fighting, and he was like probably my height, you know, just dwarfed in comparison. And, and it was all... I'll say it because we all know it's, it's all organized, it's all choreographed beforehand and they know what they're going to do and, and, and so this guy, he just keeps he, gets, he just keeps chopping Andre in the chest and it makes this loud slapping noise he, he just keeps chopping him over and over he just keeps, everything he can wait, bring at this guy he's just chopping him like a, trying to chop him down like a big tree he just, like that and the whole time Andre's just coming right at him He just walked, and he's smiling whatever you can give me I can take He's taking it all out on Andre. But Andre just keeps walking towards him and smiling. Hey, whatever you're holding on to and maybe even retaliating against against God, he can take it and he's pursuing you, relentlessly pursuing you with a smile on his face saying, I'm not giving up. And he's not gonna pick you up and body slam me. He's gonna lift you up on that last day if you'll trust him, if you'll give it to him. He will. He will. I can tell you that unless you are seeking first the kingdom of God and his ways, it, your plans will either never happen or they will not be enough. Whatever it is that we are chasing, if it is from the world, it will not be enough. 1 John two fifteen through 17 says, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life is not from the Father but is from the world. And the world is passing away with along, as it's, along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. How long? Forever. And by the world here, John's not talking about for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He's talking about all those desires that we have that Satan can use. Eternity must be so much more awesome than anything we can imagine that God would say something like this. You know, there were some really great battles between the Colts and the Patriots between Manning and Brady so it was really shocking when I saw that interview and some of y'all know what I'm going to say here with Brady on 60 Minutes about 15 years ago I loved his honesty man he said they're interviewing him and he says why do I have three Super Bowl rings and still think there's something greater out there for me He's right there. He's right there. We got to take note of that. I mean that really shines a light on all of our hearts, doesn't it? What am I? Lord, what am I? What am I reaching for that's not you? That's, that Satan might use against me. What do I love more than God? What am I allowing to capture my heart each day? Do I spend time with the Lord in his word each day? Am I leading or contributing to the spiritual health of my family? Am I reacting and responding with patience and kindness to the things God allows in my life? Am I allowing God to change my heart? The question this morning, church, is very simple. God has told us what is good. He has told us what to do. The Bible tells us that everyone has sinned. Romans 3.23, we've all fallen short of God's glory. And the the result of that, the payoff of sin, is death. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know, or maybe there are some of these things that we've chosen not to think about. But he, Jesus, is the atoning sacrifice for our sin. I tell the kids all the time, if we didn't have any rules, we'd all run hog wild in this place. There has to be rules, there has to be law. We have broken God's law, each one of us. And we can't make up for it, but Jesus did. And Jesus said, Jesus said, to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will live even though he dies, and everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. And he asks her, do you believe this? Do you believe this? The question this morning. It's very user-friendly. It's not Morse code. It's not sign up and get 12 CDs free. It's not scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. It's not here's what you have to do each day to be saved. It's not try and be a good person and hope for the best. It's someone who knows you so well and keeps pursuing you and keeps pursuing you and keeps pursuing you and keeps pursuing you and keeps pursuing you. Keeps pursuing you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for not giving up on me. Thank you for not giving up on us. Despite all the chops we may throw at him, it's a commitment to say, I hear you, Jesus. Jesus. I'm a sinner. I'm stepping out in faith. I'm trusting you, not myself. <laughs> I blew it so many times. Take control. Here's the keys. Just take it. The Bible says the payoff of sin is death. Eternity eternity apart from God. If you think about that, God is love. God tells us that he is love. I have friends that are agnostics. I have friends that, that that don't believe in the Lord. I tell the kids, love your friends, no matter what they believe. God loves each one because they're made in his image. And we used to talk and I'd say, I'd say, you know, okay, think of it that way. If you don't want to believe there's a heaven and a hell and that God is good, let's think of it your way then. So when you die, then you will go to a place where God is not, because why would God, if the thought of God makes you uncomfortable, why would he even force you to be with him? So when you leave this world, you will go somewhere where he is not. If God is love, then you will go somewhere where there is no love. I gotta tell you, there's a lot of love in this church. There's a lot of love in this church. Man, y'all, we have, we have loved each other. The families of this church, the people in this church have loved each other well. You continue, we continue to love each other well. We have a pastor who loves the word and loves God Jesus is the resurrection and the life. When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time will be no more, what is, not will be, but what is your response? What's the answer? In the rest of that interview with Tom Brady, he said, There's got to be more than this. The interviewer says, Well, what's the answer? He says, I wish I knew. I just thought, Oh man, I love that he's so honest. Because he's so close. And there's people in our community and in our families that God wants us to tell. So now you've heard it. What will you do? I'm gonna ask you to come this morning. I'm gonna ask you to make a decision. If you feel the Lord speaking to your heart this morning, don't wait. Don't think about what people will think. Don't think about what the world will think. If you hear the Lord speaking to your heart this morning, gently, Maybe you've been the one that's been doing that chopping, I don't know. I want to ask you to step out in faith this morning for your forever. In just a moment, the worship team's going to come. And we're going to sing a song, a lot of us know it, I Surrender All. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much. Father, thank you for being the good God, not a good God but the good God Father there's a lot of hurt in this room this morning and only you know about it and only you can address it only you so much hurt Father so much loss so much discouragement so many broken dreams um families, Father, that uh, are torn and you are equipped fully to walk with us through those. But Lord, sometimes we just hold on to things. You know this. We we hold on. Thank you for being big enough to take it. thank you that when we surrender to you, we find peace and we find your goodness. We find what we need, which is forgiveness. And we find forever with you. Thank you for leaving us a blueprint. Thank you for leaving us your word. Thank you for not leaving us and just saying peace out of here. Thank you for giving us an entire book that we get to explore A letter written to each one of us, Father. Forgive us for not opening it up. Forgive us, Father. Your word is amazing, and you are amazing. Show us, Father. Show us the idols in our lives so that we may turn and be free. Though it costs us everything, may we run from them though it mess up and wreck our lives may we run from them and run right to you and fall on our face because that's what we need and you pick us up. Father I pray as we sing this song that your spirit would move and as it moves that your people would respond and trust in Jesus name I pray Amen.
1: Oh to Jesus, I surrender
2: all to Him. is never over it's never closed you can accept him anytime, anywhere as you go this morning and you think about forever listen to his voice and respond as he leads you and then tell someone about it tell someone so we can celebrate with you if you know someone in your family or circle or community you can tell them and tell them about the good news of forever.
0: Amen. You all may be seated for just a moment. just want to bring a couple of things to your attention. Thank you, Pastor Mike. What Thank a, you. Yes. What an encouragement for those that have surrendered all this morning. Coming up on uh, the 23rd, of September, our ladies are gonna be uh, doing Bunko. I know that's something a lot of ladies look very much forward to. So if you haven't already signed up for Bunko, I know that is on Friday, September the 23rd um, at 6.30. Um, And I do wanna mention this, coming up the very next day, you may have seen a couple of posters about that. Uh, The place that our students are having their fall retreat, uh, which is in Smithville, Tennessee, Um, We have a concert that's gonna be going on there on the very next day, the 24th. There's not a slide for it, uh, but uh, you're invited to that. And uh, if that's something you'd like to be a part of, we have a chartered bus. A lot of you have already signed up to be on that chartered bus uh, that takes off at three o'clock here on the 23rd. And if that's something you want more information on uh, to ride that bus, um, it has TVs and a bathroom. So those of you that have uh, small bladders, we're good to go on that so uh, we encourage you uh, let me know about that i'll be glad to give you some more information about that our ladies bible studies have started uh, this past week and i know that they're super excited there are a lot of ladies in the building this past week and uh, so i'm I'm super excited for you and our men's retreat that is coming up uh, right around the corner too it's going to be here before we know it and so guys if you haven't already signed up for that um, on the 16th and 17th please let us know about that and uh, we would make sure to uh, get you on that list. And I do want to say this too, Pastor Mike was talking about, man, just a place of power, being on your knees and being on your face. And uh, every single Wednesday, I look forward to this time, Wednesday mornings, we have a group of prayer warriors that meet. We meet in this room over here, and you may not even know it, but we are lifting your name up to God and praying for you. And uh, we would encourage you to be a part of that. Um, That happens every Wednesday morning um, at 10.30, there's always some good, fresh, and many times they're hot, Krispy Kreme donuts. And, uh, but, but most importantly, that time of prayer is just such a, an awesome time. And so we encourage you to be a part of that. You don't have to sign up or anything like that. You just have to show up. And I can tell you this. I had somebody say to me one time, it changed my life. They said, you can, you can pretend to care all day long, but you can't pretend to show up. And so I want you to let that sink in just a little bit. Uh, we can do a lot of talking. But when you show up, um, that sends a message. And I believe that sends a message to God. Pastor Mike.
2: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Kelly. Uh, Kids, come on up and take a post like we talked about. Y'all have seen this big, huge tunnel that they've brought in. Thank you, David and uh, Daniel, for bringing this uh, thing in. Uh, Just go around, take a post anywhere you want, kids, back there, up there. Uh, These tunnels we were going to use for the Easter hunt. God had a different plan. We got these. I want to say thank you to Billy at Dirt Cheap in Smyrna for giving us these great tunnels for 50 cents each. Uh, so, but God had a different plan and that was to use these to give us one last exhortation before we leave today so this tunnel is being lifted up around you right now let's say that this tunnel represents eternity one big circle of time well not really time it's eternity so it goes round and round and it never ends right here we got a ball this is one of our many bouncy balls that we have it's a globe of the world We'll hold this world up against eternity. Whatever you're going through right now, it's not forever. It's going to have an ending. Eternity is forever. Amen? No more. All will be new, all will be right, and we'll be with Jesus. Y'all go this week and think about that. Thank you, kids. You can put them down.
0: Pray with me as we close out. Lord, we thank you for today, God. Thank you that you provided a path for eternity that we can spend forever with you. And God, that's just a simple thing is as, as believing in you, saying yes to that awesome invitation that Pastor Mike talked about and living our lives the best that we can to lift you up and glorify you. Everything that we do this week, let us do that. In your son Jesus' name we pray, amen. Have a great week, everyone. Hi, good morning. This is Kelly. I want to take a moment to personally thank you for joining us for today's live stream. I hope today's message was encouraging and inspiring for you. You know what? We would love to hear from you. If you're here today and you made a decision for Christ, or maybe you just have a simple prayer request, we would love to know about that. You can text the word prayer to 615-776-1807. One of our pastors will be back in touch with you. Hey, if you're in the neighborhood, we'd love to see you in person. You can join us for life groups at 9 a.m. or blended worship at 10 a.m. And let me say this, from your youngest family member to your family member that has the most years of life experience, we have a place for you. You know, I believe that we're living in unprecedented times. People all around us are looking for sources of hope. And you and I, we both know where that hope is found. We have a God who loves us. And he wants to meet us right where we are. But you know what? He loves us too much to keep us there. So come and join us, whether online or in person. We would love to shake your hand, give you a smile, and do life with you here at Sunset Hills. Have a great week, everybody.